johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Well, guys, we are back for another week of Sports Insider Radio. It's hard to believe. Time's We're already at beginning week three of the NFL, week four of college football. And before you know it, we are less than a month away from college and pro basketball. Talked about that on my YouTube channel yesterday. October 18th is the first day of the NBA short card. October 19th, full card. And then uh, before you know it, we'll have full on board college basketball every single day of the week. But let's talk about football this week, guys. And uh, Mike, Dave, is everybody on the air with me? I'm here. I'm here. All right, we'll, 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 we'll wait for yet. He's always, uh, Dave he's might... always a late riser. He's always a late riser. Um, but let's talk about uh, where do you – I see that I can hear from your connection that you're probably – not in the office with me. The viewers want, the listeners want to know, where are you? I have a big um, best ball tournament at a, a very prestigious uh, country club here in Baltimore, Maryland, that, that tees off at once. So what I did was, this, this is how insane I am. I got to be ready. I got to warm up for all the golfers that are listening. Obviously, they could relate. I went to the driving range at 11.15, Basically, got the warm-up in knowing that I have the radio show. Of course, I have priorities. I want to be able to handle all the different hats that I wear in a day. And now I'm going to sit in the car. I'm going to do the show. I, I look forward to the show. It's, it's one of the big highlights of my week and a lot of, the, of our listeners and our big fan base that we have. And then as soon as we finish up here, I'm actually going to cut out a little early. I'll let you and Dave go over the weekend's action at the end of the show, but I'm going to get out there. I'm going to shoot extremely low, hopefully win some prizes and can come on next week and tell everybody that I had my lowest round ever. But, you know, just like uh, when you're picking your own games, you have no idea the outcome of the weekend because you're betting with an opinion. It's kind of like golf. You have no idea. You expect to do good. You think you're going to win and you're going to shoot low, but never the case. It's a different game every week. That's why, we always say, John, sports handicapping is a myth. There's no such thing as having an opinion on a game and trying to identify games based on feelings. It's all about the price. We talk about it week after week. I'm glad for this week's show 
I have a very fresh example that's on my mind that I was able to just witness a couple days ago. We had, for all the guys that are actually getting the best line and getting the lines instantaneously from our groups, we're able to get the under in the Bills-Tennessee game at 49. Obviously, with six minutes left in the third quarter, it was 48. Everybody could have wrote that one off the book. Any sort of field goal touchdown wins the game. Of course, they pull all the starters on both sides. They don't score a single point for the rest of the game. For the guys that were actually most of the clients that couldn't get 49, did get 48, so they pushed. A lot of people at post got 47 and a half. So you're talking about, in that instance, it's a huge differential between losing, pushing, or even winning if you're getting the best number like we can provide for you. Now, there's plenty of other selections throughout the week that that incremental, the point difference of a point or two that you're closing better won't matter. So the client is just always going to say, well, it didn't really matter that you got to well, it does. It does over an extreme sample size of thousands of games. We talk about this literally. I feel like I talk about it every single day. Volume, volume, and more volume. And the clients that get it, they don't sweat the small stuff. When I say the small stuff, individualized micromanaging of games. They worry about, okay, I know that you're beating the number. You're sharp. That's all that matters. You're beating the number because you know the way the line is going to move. I could give you an example the other way around, just because we don't just talk about winning here. There was a play that was given out last week. It was the UCLA game. It was actually given out early in the week, in which the line was very beneficial. It closed two and a half points better than when we got it in the week. The game lost outright. So be it. Boo-hoo. And I do still have clients that call me and say, well, it lost. It didn't Because they're, they don't understand the true business model. They're just simply expecting every game to win, and they don't understand variance at all. Even though they might say they do, they don't. So I'm just glad the majority of the clients I feel like this year are extremely understanding. I'm going to give a, a new client a shout-out. Uh, Jacob from Laguna Beach, uh, he's not going to be listening to the live show, but he was, he's got a doctor's appointment. He's definitely going to hear the recording later on Spotify. But the guy right out of the gate understood what we do. He didn't ask questions. He didn't ask for a sample size. He didn't say, can you win me a couple games and earn your business? It was none of that. It was strictly business. I get it. The volatility is going to be there. You guys are sharp. You guys are connected. You guys have history. Then this is who I want to invest my money with. This is who I want to put my bankroll in your hands so you can coach it correctly because I can't do it myself. I'm too busy, and I am a gambler by nature. And if anything, he's got an opportunity for a very long business relationship with us because out of the gate he was very transparent and honest so you know is this going to happen every week where we're going to beat the number by half a point and the game's going to land with it maybe maybe not there's no actual indication that that happens all the time but as most of our clients and we watched i watch the games i know you don't john but when we watch these games how many times does it literally come down to the number whether it's a total or a side it's like vegas 
and the international books have an algorithm that is going to produce a proper number to open, and then it fluctuates. Somehow it lands on it magically, as like some of the clients tell me, all the time close to the number. So if we're getting a, a two- to three-point edge, sometimes even more on these totals in college football, Dave will tell you, a lot of his college football has already been locked in. Now, obviously, he's a volume better. He's, he's not in it to trying to hit 90% of his bets. He's not an unrealistic expectations type of guy, but he's getting the best number. He's following the money. So I know it's, a, it's redundant. I feel like we talk about it every week, but it was just really fresh on my mind with that total. Um, and obviously, you know, Dave will, uh, I'm sure he's on the show now. He'll tell you how his Sunday was magical, and, and hopefully it's what it's more to come with how this season is going to play out. So, Well, just before we Dave, get into Dave, Dave, I, I, Dave's on the I'm air. I'm here. I'm here, yeah. What's going on, brother? How are you? Uh, pretty good. Just a good start to the season. Hopefully we continue this, this good run. Baseball doing good as well. I'm feeling good, you know. Can't complain. About Beautiful. I just want to, I want to talk a little fan talk for a second. Now that you're on the air, um, you guys all saw the exchange between me and my son, Mike. There's eight teams that are two and zero against the spread in the NFL. Oh, we're we're and the we're, first we're not talking about the first wait, 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 wait. the first the first team on the list is the Miami Dolphins. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's have, a little, let's have a little Raven. Let's have a little Raven. Let's have a have a little Raven. Let a little Raven Miami talk for for the listeners. All right, all right. I'll give you the scoop. Yeah, this is a tough one. Dave got a well, very good number right before post, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, that's an understatement. I literally snapped one of the only uh, straight threes, and I felt good about it. And then Randy said, "Oh, I like the other side," and then he runs like God against me. So, of course, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I saw, your, I saw your text messages with your son where he said, of course, oh, it's man, that was to us. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it's good. It was I mean, it, it definitely good, good. I left the – here's the deal. I left the office. It was 35, 20, whatever. I went to go get gas. Honestly, I just stopped watching the game. And then my son starts blowing my phone up instead of the clients. So then I was like, what's going on? Then I turned on the radio because it's local here. And then I, obviously the, the rest was history. But what, what I wanted to what I wanna ask you, Dave, and I know you're a big in-game better, is that when these teams have these huge leads, isn't there – and, again, if I'm wrong, I'm asking because I don't know the answer. I'm not asking for you to confirm that I know the answer. It, don't they overprice the favorite and there's value taking the dog that's down on the, in the second half? Like you'd get better in-game live odds on Miami, or am I incorrect? Yeah, because, well, in Colorado and I think around the entire country, there is no second-half betting. It's all Mike, turn your uh, turn signal off. <laughs> I hear something beeping. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, at least it wasn't me that did that. Um, yeah, so it's all in play. It's not. There's no second half betting here, uh, or around the country, I believe. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think so. And so, yeah, it's kind of the same stuff that we've been talking about over the years. It, it is a lot of the. So basically, 
there was a fortune made taking uh, all the dogs that were weighed out, uh, Seattle, uh, Washington. The number one was Atlanta, the Jets. I mean, all those teams came back, Arizona. So it was like a historic Sunday. And, uh, yeah, and, but in that game, I don't, I don't think I really had anything in that game. Just the pregame bet. Uh, but, yeah, all those other teams were getting about plus the 20. Baltimore game? Yeah, all those other teams were getting, like, plus 20. You know, so it was a good – it was good. It was – yeah, it was – I don't remember a better Sunday. I mean, yeah, for the in-play bets. Now, did, uh, yeah, did any of your guys – any of your guys press Miami? Like, your buddy that took Miami right before post, did he press Miami when they were down? I mean, I assume from a sharp side that he did. Yeah. I don't know exactly what his bets were because I just kind of do my thing. But, yeah, I think he did. He was all about it. Yeah. Because he does the same thing I do. He'll just press the ones that he's on that are that are doing bad. Right. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I expect it. Well, can we, yeah. can we pause that sentence for a second? For the listeners that just heard what Dave just said, I want to highlight that on the air audibly. They press the games that they're already on that are doing bad. I'm going to repeat it. They press the games that they're on that are doing bad. They don't sit there and go, oh, my Lord, my team is down, and start crying and massively start blowing each other out on text messages. This is why I always say the game is never over till it's over. If you like the game when the game started, you're going to get obviously. And, again, it's very hard for the average person to understand this, right, Dave, that you're pressing teams. Well, you have, to, you have to have heart. That'll be another one of our – you have to have heart. You know, <laughs> I had a lot of heart with Tennessee on Monday night, and that didn't go too well. But, you know, the other games went well. You have to have heart. Yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to in anything in life. Gotta have heart. So sometimes it gets ugly though, I'm not gonna lie to you. It doesn't always work out. But in the long run it does. But we're long run guys, so that's all we care about, right? Exactly. Hey, I'm still I'm um, still sick of that game. Just disgusted. Absolutely disgusted. Yeah. got next we got this week now. Well we have yeah, so, we have a good we have a good team, good opponent this week with the Patriots. But you know, before you blink, the next team that comes into the bank is uh, a little bit better, in my opinion, than the Dolphins. That would be the Buffalo Bills. So that's going to be a very cool, exciting matchup for us to talk about. I'll be at the game, which is also exciting. And uh, but you know, that's weeks away. So let's let's talk about overreactions on a on a uh, on a on an, a very eventful NFL Sunday. So now this is where everybody overreacts into into the following week, correct, Dave? Because they look at what the yeah. last teams yeah. what the teams did last, yeah, and then they make their bets off that. Yeah, there's a lot of panic spots. There's a there's a lot of panic spots this week for sure. Because uh, one of these lines, are, to me, the shocking one is is uh, the Colts and the and the and the Dolphins. Those are the two shocking ones to me. But right, you know, we'll, I guess we'll get into our free picks in a minute. 
But yeah, those are the shocking ones, in my opinion. I mean, I, I even see it moving as we're talking. I, I believe it's six everywhere now. Yeah, well, who would have thought? Well, again, it's everybody's obsessed with the NFL. Uh, you know, I mean, that's the, that's the bottom line. Like I said, let's just, you know, again, when you talk about oh, – oh, let me ask you in terms of underperformance. You mentioned the Tennessee game. So when, when, when teams come out of the gate and they, they can't cover, and they're, like they're not co- – like right now you have um, Carolina, Cincinnati, Tennessee, Colts, Raiders, which we, we won't talk about, Rams – Denver and New Orleans, they're all they're all 0-2 against the spread. Forget about winning outright, just 0-2 against the spread. Um, and obviously the usual suspects, Tampa Bay with Brady, 2-0 against the spread. Buffalo, 2-0 against the spread. I know it's a small sample size. Miami, 2-0. Uh, Detroit, 2-0. Houston, 2-0. Chargers, 2-0. Atlanta, 2-0. So, you know, what I what I what I look at is when you have these teams like, for instance, let's just talk about that Buffalo game. Well, the public is going to be on Buffalo, correct? In a big way. Yeah, and it's crazy to me. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're going to be on. The, I mean, that, it's crazy. There's right. a built-in tax on like five different games here, and they're still going to take them. They're still going to take the, the favorites. So, I mean, it almost doesn't matter what the spread is to some some of these guys. They're still going to bet it. Do you, uh, do you think that we'll get a seven on Buffalo or no? No. I mean, I can't say for sure no, but I don't think so. <laughs> but I don't know. Nothing shocks me anymore, but I don't think so. What do you guys think? I mean, I'm pretty much with you. I think I'm it's like going to stay at six. I'm with you, too. Yeah. Now, the, the game the that I want to talk week? about is – I was looking through my paperwork for it, I was, and unfortunately I lost it. i got to do a better job of keeping – I can always go back and listen next week to last had, week's archive shows. I had Pittsburgh, I had Pittsburgh uh, plus the points. That was a push on my play. Dave actually happened to – Oh, wait, I got, it, well. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I took Miami against the Ravens. Uh, you took Pittsburgh and Dave took Tennessee. That's why. It's oh, all your fault. It's all your Sorry, fault. Sorry, man. It's, it's archived online for all that. the listeners. Oh, no, we're not going to let him listen to last week's show. No, 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 no. Um, you know, in terms of when I look at these this week, what's also very interesting to me, Dave, is that some weeks you have the, a lot of those 10 spots like you did last week. Um, and then this week, you, everything is a low number. I don't even. I'm looking to see if we even have a seven. We don't even have a seven. It's a. It's just. It's a. We got. We have. Yeah. We got six, five, three, six, six and a half, two and a half, six and a half, two and a half, one and a half, one, three and a half, and one and a half. So we have no double-digit dogs this week. That's a very rare thing in the in the NFL to have a week where there's just no double-digit dogs. While last I, I week guess, we had like guess, three of them. I guess what we're all thinking there is that it makes the survivor more challenging, right? All the survivors. Right. Yeah, I still have quite a few. Well, I have, I have some left. Not quite, I shouldn't say quite a few, but I have some left. 
I don't know who I'm going to go with. Totally let my friend Randy decide. Well, let me ask you about this. Ra- go ahead. I'll, I'll probably go with the Chargers. I just put the Chargers on all of them. Well, now, I want to ask you about your – or, or you go all in, Dave. Sorry, John, didn't what mean to cut say? you off. I just kind of – you mentioned something. You, do you go all in with one selection or do you spread it yeah. out between the different entries? I mean, I don't think spreading it out is really that necessary. I don't. I just put them all in one. If I, unless I'm I just like wondering because I'm absolutely like, terrible. Let's say, like, let's, let's say I only like the Chargers. Like, if I only like the Chargers this week, I'll just put them all in the Chargers. That's how I do it. I'm not really worried about getting eliminated. Like, you, have, you have to do what's I get best it late in the season. You're right. But early in the season, you do the same? You just you press it? No, but even late in the season, you correct strategy. If you like one team or the, the numbers say one team, you have to go with that. Like, I guess amateurs worry about being eliminated and go, well, I can't put it all in one. I might get eliminated. And then pros are going, well, I need to do what's best strategy-wise. Strategy you know, not right. worry about getting eliminated. That makes sense. That makes sense. Like that draft right, that makes sense. thing, nobody would – like that DraftKings thing when Tyler put that parlay, a pro better understands that. Like an amateur goes, oh, my God, you could have got eliminated. But a pro is going, well, you need to do what's best. For the well, there's an absence of fear. Well, it, it, it's, 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 it's the difference of fear or no fear. Like you said, one is betting with the absence of fear, not worrying about losing, understanding variance is part of the game. And the other – non-pro is betting, praying that he doesn't lose because everything is a prayer. You know, gambling from – this is what I would say to people listening. Gambling, gambling, not trading. Gambling as a, as a regular recreational better is a religious experience, meaning every bet they make, it's a, they're praying. <laughs> they're literally praying every quarter, texting Mike, texting me, texting Mike, did you see this? They're down, they're up. Oh, if they can come back. Oh, if they get the onside kick. Oh, if they blah, 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 blah. It's a prayer versus, like you said, when you're a systematic professional better, you're just doing the right thing. You understand variance. You understand part of the game. And like I said, for, you know, what I explain to people is that, again, if you're a Telegram subscriber last week and you got all of Dave's games, we had 41 selections on our Telegram channel with a net profit of 5.3 units, meaning if you're a, if you're a $100 better listening to this show in Las Vegas and you bet all 41 games, when everything was said and done after the VIG, you made $530. What most people don't understand is if you take the amount of money risked, $4,100 on, 40, on 41 games, and you make a return of $530, that's an 11.2% return on the amount of money you put through the system versus the S&P 500 is down 22% for the year. That's in one week for all you traders in the financial markets, making 11.2% on the money you ran through the system at the end of a week, understanding that you're not going to win every game, and it's about high volume and getting the best of the number. So, you know, this is the thing that's lose. I, I talk to clients all day long that just don't understand percentages. They're all about units. And they're all about dollars. And I always say unit is not a value of exchange. There's no way you can go to the store and buy something with a unit. 
a unit means nothing. And this is why I try to steer people towards percentages. And that's why when you do the mentorship program with Mike and Dave on the Zoom calls, everything is about percentages. It's not about uh, units because, like I said on my video yesterday that I did on my YouTube channel, is that if you had bet every college um, – basketball game, excuse me, college football game this season, if you bet every favorite, the favorites are up 55% against the spread. You're up 23 games, 134 and 111. But you're actually only up 11 games because of the VIG. Everybody talks about wins subtracting from losses. Nobody understands the VIG is, 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 is the great equalizer. So, like I said, for all you listeners out there, and Mike can elaborate because, you know, Mike is going to cut out at the end of the show – Tell these guys, Mike, what they get when they are a mentorship client. Uh, elaborate on, you know, take it away with what I just said. What, what, what the process well, of what well, they get when they're a mentorship client? What mentorship you get coaching. The coaching comes in waves. It's not just the games. Obviously, you're going to get the advantage. The biggest advantage to start out is you're getting games put out early in the week, especially with Dave, where he's already on a lot of sides in college football and totals. Then on top of it, there's a lot of coaching that goes into it because there's people, look, we're, the, all of these books are not universal. They don't control the same line. It's not like you're just checking the Dow and that's it for, for stock advice and for stock pricing. You're, these are all different. So every book is going to have a different opinion with different juice attached to it. That's where I come in where I literally tell you to hold off, pass on the game, or actually play it because it may get better because you were busy with work and you took four hours to put the game in. Because that does happen. You're not a professional as a client. You're trying to be one without having to do a lot of work. So we'll coach you. We'll tell you the right information. We'll make sure that we do a lot of follow-up with bankroll money management, which I think is just as important as the games themselves. And obviously, produce. I mean, that's what we're here to do. We're not here to to, to make sure that you could – whatever you're doing on your own, that's not going to change. You're going to have good weeks. You're going to have bad weeks. We're looking at consistency that is seasonal, something that Dave has taught me, and I'm able to reciprocate it to clients. And, look, the, the process works. I mean, all of our clients on the mentorship channel are extremely happy. Some guys, we have two different programs. We have one with low volume. And we have one that's high volume. So it's, it's your choice. The games are always going to match up to each channel. But obviously one is going to have the consensus of all our different um, auto groups that Dave knows about that match up to his selections. If you're just looking for low volume, those are the only games on there. Versus if you're looking for high volume, you're going to get every one of Dave's games pre-midweek for the week. And obviously you have to play those extremely disciplined because – you're, you're sitting there trying to play 5% per play. You're, you're not going to be successful. You're going to overvalue your bankroll, and next thing you know, you don't have a bankroll because you decided to press certain games midway through the week and you don't have enough credit to bet more. So have the credit, have the gasoline in the tank, have the fuel so you're able to keep firing away because just we're just getting started. This is week two of the NFL. I mean, sorry, this is week three of the NFL, so I'm very excited, but – on that note, I got to run. I got to win a tournament here. You guys have a great rest of the show. And, uh, whoa, whoa, I'll try whoa. To you said 1240. In. You said 1240. Now you're trying to cut out on me on 1232? Come on, man. Dave Dave can handle it. You? you and Dave are, are experts. Man. 
The goats. Yeah, the it's goats. all about the golf. It's all about the golf. Believe in us, believe in us syndicate. Come on, we got this. Oh, I, be- I believe in us. Yeah, exactly. I believe. Don't worry about that. I'm not worried about that. By the way, for all the listeners that are listening, if you got to go, Mike, go. I was just giving you a rough time. What's your free uh, pick, All right, you got it, guys. Mike? Have a good one. Mike, oh, what's your free pick? pick? He, I think he busted off. He, he He's so excited. See, that's the thing him, about him, Dave. He's so obsessed with golf that he can't even think when he's sitting there in the parking lot. All he cares about. And then you know what's going to happen. He's going to have, like, the worst outing ever. Because he got off early, he's going to come in here later, and I got to hear about it for four hours about how bad his golf game was. So it's like the clients when they lose money, same type of thing. Oh, it's he's worse than the, he's worse than the clients when they lose money. By the way, I want to talk about some since it's just me and you. You have never showed emotion in seven years of working with you, and. Is, are you a, a Raiders fan? Is that why you had a little emotion? Or were you just like, what was that? I was just, I, you know, on our private WhatsApp group, I could tell you were a little irritated. Is it just because you were a fan because you live in Las Vegas and they're like your second favorite team or not really? No, I, I clipped uh, I clipped them on, uh, I got them on, on, I got one of the apps on the coin toss. They, they didn't. I don't remember what happened, but I had a huge price for a lot of money. That's why. Got it. Got it. Got it. Are you surprised in the NFL? They were like like 30 to 1 or something. No, they were like 15 to 1. I'm going, oh, that was good. And then I was like, oh, I can't believe it. So, Right. Well, let me ask you, do you think it's because it's early in the season? Are you surprised that? That many teams collapsed last week because that's really not like a normal NFL I've Sunday, never, right? I've never seen that many big leads blown in the fourth quarter. Never. I've never seen that in all the years I've done this. Because you have to admit, the Miami one just alone had you scratching your head. The Jets one was just they were less than one percent. Then Arizona was even less than uh, half a percent. There, there were so many epic failures, epic fails, or. Epic comebacks, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it was unreal. Well, what's amazing is we're a month away from NBA, and like that's just par for the course in the NBA. You just the game doesn't even start till the fourth quarter. It's a completely different ball game versus the NFL. You know, you you don't even flinch when a team blows a lead in the in in the NBA in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you excited yeah. for? I know it's a little early. Are you excited for NBA? We're less than three weeks away, yeah. or do you kind of like? Let yeah, NBA. No, do you let it? Okay, so do you start? Do you go right into it, or do you wait like a couple weeks, or do you just go right into it? I go right into it. Day one. Right. Let's go. Day I'm one. A day one type of guy, Mister Syndicate. A day one. Type no free. No day one. No fear. Now let me ask you about this. Let's break down a couple games. Let's talk about overreactions to this Seattle. So the Seattle-Atlanta game, so Seattle wins, you go to the game. It's funny. Mike went to the Ravens game, they won. You went to the Seattle game, they won. The next week, neither one of you go to the games. Seattle gets blown out. The Ravens blow the lead. Maybe we need you guys at those actual events for them to get the job done. But in all seriousness, like Seattle, that that I, I, don't, I don't watch games, but my son is obsessed with fantasy, and he's like, Dad, San Fran lost their quarterback on the first play of the game. So this should be an edge to Seattle. And Seattle does nothing. 
Like, do you yeah. think they were just? I mean, I mean what what's your take on yeah, that? But, they had the edge. Yeah, but out, no, but out of those two though, I mean, they're pretty close in skill, I, I think. So it wasn't like a huge drop off, you know, like if Brady went down or. I mean, I don't even know who the backup is for TB. Yeah, it was Garofalo. It was their old starter. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know for Frisco. I know that. I know that. But it's not like this huge drop off. So I don't think it was. I don't think it was like that. Like how your son says. Um, right, right, right. I don't know. Maybe he has a good feel on it. I, I just. And then next, and then now we're going. We're going. Okay, so speaking of all that, we're actually going to the game in Denver this Sunday. You are going to the game in Denver. That's the Sunday night game, San Francisco, Denver. Current line is San Fran. Am I reading this right? Is one and a half on the road at Denver? Yeah, to me, it's, that's crazy. Definitely Denver there. Randy actually likes it should... San Francisco. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Talk about a mystery. Is he going with you, or are you going to leave him in the the, the, the house? He's going with me. He's going with so me. when yeah, you no, look, big, no, we have a bet. He called me. He said I was clueless on that, and I, and I said, okay, we'll see about that, and that that will be our third head-to-head uh, this year. We didn't have any head-to-heads week one, and then we had two last week. He, we had two last week, and then that's our next head-to-head. We're usually on the same side of game. We're always on the same side in college. Because we, we information and neither one of us really, we kind of just go with with our our guys for the smaller schools, right. and then in basketball he in basketball he doesn't he doesn't do any he doesn't do any college I do college more and then and then we both do NBA and we rarely, we rarely have head to heads in NBA as well, but in NFL we seem to find a lot of them. So it's a lot of fun, a lot of drama, you know. Cause well, you know, and, and you're only talking about it one big day a week versus if you were doing head-to-heads in NBA, it'd be, it'd be like it'd be every day of the week because, you know, every, every day is the same day, basically. You know, every day is a repeat with these high-volume games. I wanted to ask you about this, this player who's the most covering player in all of the NFL. We know Brady. Now he, Green Bay goes to Tampa Bay. Yeah. And they're only making Tampa Bay one. So I'm just is your is your it's spot close. at post to take Green Bay? I already have no Green Bay. No, I have you mean Tampa Bay, right? Tampa Bay, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Two bays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you I'll be honest, it sounds like your picks are getting a lot better through the years. Cause you're calling all these these plays standard each week and they always are standard plays. So uh, yeah. Well you uh, I mean you you've rubbed off on me. <laughs> Yeah, I already took it, but that's the one I'm probably going to have the most money on. It's because Evans is out, or he's suspended. If he was in, that line would be like three and a half, but yeah. I mean, it's you know what they say, no receiver's worth too much. Whether that's true or not, it's up for debate, but um, yeah, that's a standard, for me, a standard Tampa Bay spot. In in terms of like uh, the the line itself, do you expect this? I'm surprised the line actually came down. That's what I don't understand. It opened to three. I know. Yeah, I agree. Even Randy's on so Tampa. Is it, Every sharp guy wants Tampa Bay that I know or, or has it. 
And then so, you're going, who's actually betting the plus two? You know, I don't know. Makes you, makes well, you what I was going to say is, is, is it because there's a lot of Aaron Rodgers fans and they just like back Aaron Rodgers and that's why the public? Usually the Packers, the Packers get, get public money, but they get even more when they're off of a win. Even if, even that, I mean, that win, they're supposed to win that game. They covered the 10 barely, but if it, it almost doesn't matter what the spread was. If the Packers are rolling, I mean, they get, they get more public money than any other team. So I, I don't know, but I mean, in theory, if you look at the way the lines are moving, it's actually sharp money taking Green Bay. So I don't know because that because that line there was it opened there was some threes and it's even broken two and now it's it's one in a couple of places so that's so, not the public. So let me ask you and for all the listeners out there, Dave was five and two on Telegram in NFL on Sunday had a great day. You had the Jets obviously. Is one of your selections last week, but it was obviously with the point spread. Was there a congratulations to all money line winners for yourself once the game started, or was it just the Jets with the point spread? Just the spread, and it was a small bet for me. I didn't really like the Jets that much, and and, and of course, all week we saw oh, why didn't he run out the clock? That sounds good in theory, but these guys want to want to pad their stats and and and. You know, they just sometimes they're not analyzing like the whole situation and the probability of okay, even if it is the Jets, we go up by 14. There's a minute. What I don't remember what it was like a minute. I think it was right at the two minute warning, right? They're they're mm-hmm. thinking, all right, we got this game one. You know, there's nobody. Even though they should they should be screaming, run out the clock. But in the heat of the moment, it's the Jets. You the fantasy you want to pad your fantasy stats. I don't know what they're thinking, but yeah, that was pretty devastating, right? <laughs> that was wild. I mean, that was I, is it, well. It was it's funny as a, as a uh, as the Raven meme around here was. Uh, Lamar blows the game, and our the quarterback that won the Super Bowl for the Ravens comes back and wins. <laughs> right, because <laughs> you know he, he, you know so that was pretty funny. Um, on the same day. But when I look at some of these matchups, like Kansas City is another example. Um, opening number, am I looking at this right? You could have made Three a to six and a half? Yeah. Yep. But is this just that, giving the Colts that, no respect? Yeah, I got a seven there. Oh, I know. Nine. I know what you got. Yeah, yeah. Right. And let's, let's, really, let's really analyze this one. So... You know how they say, you know how they say, well, some guys swear by it. I don't know myself, but you know how they say, what would this line have been two weeks ago? And if, right. if it was way off, which most solid guys are, are kind of factoring. And, and it's a good way to just kind of eliminate the recent perception that, that, that you even see, because we're human. Sometimes we even get emotional. That, yeah, recency that bias. Recency bias, yeah. There you go. So that one, you can look I mean, because they show you that they show you that one. That one. Well, I think that one last week was like, I think last week it was. I want to say three, three and a half, and then it was. It would have been if I had to guess, like pick them at the beginning of the season or, or in there. So that's how 
that's how much of a decline the Colts have had. Slash, the Chiefs have looked good, but but it's just crazy. It's a that's a big one, probably the biggest one on the board. So I mean that's yeah that that's a standard cold spot or pass. I mean there's there's nothing else to do. I mean you could you could argue Green Bay, you could argue against all the other ones we did, but that one that one is standard, like really standard. And by the way, you should text Mike and get his play because what if the people tune in for Mike's play? You know he's he's doing good. He's a sharp guy. You should text him. I'll do it. We'll get his play and then we'll. Yeah, you go ahead text well. him. He'll answer you. <clears throat> I'm gonna. I'm Let gonna me. Give, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm. I'm gonna give the Colts. That's mine. Uh, what at what number? The current number. Six and a half. Five. Yeah, six and a half. Five. Do you do you think it hit seven in that game or no? At post, I mean. No. But I'm always looking at it like there's no way that's too much value given. But you see crazy stuff, you know. So. Right. I. I I don't think so, but like I, I always say it every week, nothing surprises me anymore in these games. What's your now? Let me ask you this. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm going to give you so my my free selection. To, believe it or not, is horrible Commanders team against the two and O Eagles. I yeah, love I love so. fading the I love fading the Monday night winner on a blowout on a short week. Yeah. It's an inner rivalry matchup. It's basically the matchup of the Beltway. I'm in Baltimore in between the two. In between the two. I don't know if you know this. You can literally go to three. I have a buddy of mine, Dave, who went to three football games in one Sunday. He went to the Philadelphia game at 1 o'clock one year. Then at the third quarter, he left. He drove to uh, Baltimore. He went to the Ravens game at, uh, at uh, 4 o'clock. He left in the third quarter, and then he drove to the Sunday night game at the Washington Redskins when they were the Redskins. He hit all three games in the same day. That's how close all three stadiums are. Let me. Let so this me is like a, a little. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Let me ask you a question. On the second game, was it so far away that he really had to leave in the third quarter? Because there's yeah, it's about an hour and thirty. It's about an hour and thirty minutes from Philadelphia yeah, Stadium to Baltimore Ravens. I would have just shown up to game two and game three late and not missed the end of the game. I agree with like you. That. Yes. He yeah. wanted to, I think he wanted to make, make the beginning of the games. Exactly. Kind I agree. Of, but yes, weird, you could actually. Kind of cool. Right. I mean, that's but it, that the leaving at the, when the game that's, or, or maybe they were blowout games, but that is pretty cool. Wow. Just to do it. That's yeah, cool. exactly. And, and, and it's yeah, funny I, because, um, I'm looking at this game, and the line went from – am I looking at this right, Dave? Went from three yeah. to six and a yeah, half? <laughs> oh, my Lord. I didn't even realize that. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely yeah, taking Washington. Oh. Yeah, you're becoming, you're, you're becoming pretty solid, man. Got to give you credit. Well, thank your you. Picks are pretty solid. I mean, yeah, you're – yeah, you I mean, know what, am I looking at this right on all the number one, number two? Number well, <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah, I'm, I look at these opening numbers now because they took Penny off the screen, so I have the main opening public number, and I often question that opening number if it's a legit opening number when I see these crazy <laughs> line moves. Like, I, am I looking at this right? Denver opened up as a three-point favorite, and now is a one and a half point dog. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but keep in mind this, this is a f- Sunday night. It 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 it's it's basically five thousand dollar bets are moving it a lot. You know, it's guys just hitting the five K over and over. But yeah, you're looking at it right. Now let me ask you this question. Fifty eight percent of all the underdogs in right now it's fifteen, thirteen and one. If you bet every dog, and I know this is like not individual games, but at the end of the season it's always about fifty fifty. Is that usually we've talked about this in the past, like I'm not talking – I'm talking like a square. Do you think it affects the squares betting when they see all the dogs winning? And does it, it, in, it make them ride one side versus the other side? Or do you think that it's, every, every, it's more about the recency bias of the individual last game when the square is making a bet? Because, as you know, right now, if you're a Telegram client and you're listening, there are 32 plays that have been released on Telegram. I repeat. 32 plays for all of David's Telegram members have been released on Telegram. And of those 32 games, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 11 of those games are in the NFL. The remainder, the remainder are in college. The difference when you talk about pro versus squares a pro, a square is just going to wake up on Saturday and bet college, and then he's just going to wake up on Sunday and he's going to bet the NFL. So his recency bias is he's going to look at the scores from the last week, right? He's yeah. not even listening to this show. Exactly. You know, and so my whole thing is like he doesn't even know what the opener versus the close is, and it's kind of weird to me now. I'm so used to looking at the screens, how somebody could wake up on a Sunday morning, take a bad number not even know what the open was, not even know what the move was, right. just bet it right. because they're – it's just mine. But now I, I'm sure there's a progression. Every player goes through that. But let me ask you about um, this, this uh, Bears-Texans game. Same thing. Like, do you think the public's going to be all over the Texans? Because I saw the game opened up at three and outs down at two and a half or, and just give the Bears no respect? Or do you think it's just one of the – it's just not a marquee matchup. Yeah, it's just not a marquee matchup. You summed it up. I mean, now I will say this: you're 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 pretty much saying everything that that I would say in this show. It's unreal. So yeah, I mean, it's well, exactly, thank you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's all. It's but fun. I want to ask you this: the most bet on public team this Sunday, if handle wise, I'm going to say right now has to be the Baltimore Ravens on a bounce back, correct? Uh, by public guys or? Public, 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 public. I, I, I thought you meant the handle. I was going to say probably the Packers. Well, well, the Sunday night game always, but I was going to say in the daytime game, the Packers. Buccaneers, but we'll have the biggest handle. That's, that makes sense, correct? Yeah, but that's a yeah. but that's a four twenty five Eastern Standard Time game. Yeah. So uh, I'll re- I'll say at one. How about this on the one o'clock games, i.e., ten o'clock in Las Vegas, eleven o'clock in yeah. Denver. Um, do you think that the public is going to wake up and go, oh, there's no way Lamar is going to lose two games in a row, and they're going to just lay the whatever the number is, 
And does Baltimore actually crack three and go to three and a half? That's what I'm, I'm, and then obviously if it went to three and a half, you, you would take New England and post. I know you would, but I'm saying like, do you, do you think that the Ravens will get pushed to three and a half? I, I personally do. Yeah, I might've, I might've jumped the gun early on that game. Uh, but I don't, I don't know the public numbers as much as a couple of my friends obsess over that. And I, and I, I should look at it more. It's a leak that I have. But 79% of the general public right now is on the Ravens. Yeah, but you can go to, you can go to covers.com and see the actual ticket counts. That's stronger than, than those percentages. The, the ticket counts are more telling. And, it, and some of them, it will say like, and, and these are ticket counts in Vegas, some of them will be so lopsided that it, it's, it just blows your mind. You know, you'll, you'll see like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't want to give numbers, but the ticket counts are what you want to look at. And I think, I'm not sure last week or the week before, but I'm not sure the public backed Baltimore at a, at a super. So right now point. I have the, I have I the, down. I have the ticket count. I have the early ticket count. I'm, I, I, I use that tool that you're talking about. Um, Right now, 75% is on Baltimore. The 469 tickets on Baltimore, 160 tickets on New England. 75%, 25%. It, it's yeah, early, though. That's pretty, that is pretty lopsided. Uh, but I guess the reason that I jumped the gun on that one was the, the outer public slash sharp guys, I don't know, took New England back to New England against Miami in week one. And then last week they were all over New England pushing it to three against the Steelers. So I was just kind of thinking, all right, uh, after last week, they're, they're probably going to do it again. So I don't know. I didn't analyze that one as, as well as I could have. Uh, but, I, but I had a reduced three when some sharp places had a juiced three. So I just thought, okay, this is probably when I should fire. But, yeah, yeah, probably. Well, answer your question, yeah, probably. Probably they – Right. If those are the numbers, probably, yeah, it continues. I don't know at that pace, but probably continues at a two-to-one ticket count at least. Got it. And in t- I know the music's going to start at some point, um, but uh, for all well, the more, listeners let me, out there, you got to – Let me add one more thing before you say that. Even though you got a two-to-one ticket count on a team, you know the way this works. I mean, if you get a couple of – or even one sharp group – taking the side that has the, the, the one to two count the one, it will still push the line the other way. So we have right. to factor that in too. But but yeah, that that's pretty telling. When you see those numbers you usually want to wait. Uh assuming the spread's not too crazy like the commanders and the in the Colts game. Do we ever get Mike's free pick? I don't think no. he ever answered you. He's Okay, so he, he, yeah, I know, so the, he, so the listeners Tell the listeners what you were going to tell them. Sorry to interrupt, sir. Um, give me one second. Um, what I was going to say is for all the guys that want to deal, follow Dave, go to Vegas Ringers on Instagram, follow his Instagram story. He puts out free information every day. For you guys that want to follow Mike on Instagram, daytradesports underscore. You can send Mike a DM. You can send Dave a DM. Obviously, Dave is, will get back to you a little slower than Mike. Mike's right there to handle your customer service information and needs. 
And again, like I said, guys, let's go back to reality. 32 plays on Telegram so far with more to be added coming off a of 2-0 last night in baseball. He, we haven't forgot about baseball. We're still playing baseball. 41 games last week on Telegram. So you have to be able to handle the volume with the right money management. And this is, like I said, the takeaway. If you're looking for the game of the month, if you're looking for the lock of the year, if you're looking for the one game that you can bet it all on, this is not the product for you. You play them all, you beat the number, you make money, and then you relax and you have fun like Dave does Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Even though he works, he's not working as hard as he's working on Saturday and Sunday. How have you been enjoying before the music starts? Have you been, are you physically used to these long Saturdays and Sundays now? Not really. It, it, it takes its toll all the way into like Tuesday afternoon. I'll, I'll be, Monday, I'm just a zombie all day, even if I sleep like 10 hours. So, no, not really. <laughs> not really. Well, and then once college basketball starts and you're, you're into it, then it's like no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then I, then I need to – I basically have to go to sleep earlier and, and, and uh, get, get more, more serious. I think I have to be more rested, you know, because it's every right. day. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like I said, I'm and then like I said, we – go ahead. I'm disappointed we didn't get Mike's pick. You know him. We know it. Um, no. Well, like I said, we'll get it next week, and then I'll hit you back next week, and we'll be here again. SportsInsiderRadio.com. Follow Dave at Vegas Ringers at B E G A S R I N G E R S. I'll see you next week, Dave. Get some rest. All right, Dave. Thanks, Dave. You got it. Bye bye. <laughs>